Welcome to Amplified. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Welcome, welcome to Amplified Voice America's Influencer Channel. This is Ken Rashawn in Washington, D.C., and we are having a beautiful day as I look out and see the, uh, I guess, the flowering of the trees, and I went for a walk today, Dr. Andrea. Wow. Did you enjoy yourself? And Kenny went with me. Kenny went with me because it's a spring break. What I did was I weighed out. I said, Disney this week or walk with Kenny to the church and the, the walk, the walk one. <laughs> Do you know the flights for Disney are crazy? You're a little muffled. Are you, you know what? My headset's not on. Ah. Yeah. I think we should put it on so that you can be heard more. Well, I just did. How does that sound? There you go. Yeah. I'll tell you what. For, no, you passed it. What's cool is that you passed with high colors. Gabe gave you a perfect score of five out of five for your audio. And then, ba-boom, when the show started, it just, it was like a goat ate your voice and your voice was no longer there. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yes, it so did. It so did. Yeah, nobody <laughs> wants to be eaten by a goat. Uh, and, you know, unless they've already pre-planned that ahead of time. <laughs> Well, and, and it, I almost wanted to say, did a goat get your throat? Because yeah, well, I do want to let you know it's a beautiful day here too. As you can see, I'm I'm in the sun, not in the sun. Ooh, so there you go. <laughs> I think that was opposite. No, you're not in the sun. And then when you came up, you were in the sun. It was actually yeah. You know, way. I do have that thing with being dyslexic and saying the opposite of what I mean. So there you go. It happens. <laughs> Is that dyslexia? Like yeah. Yeah, when you do, the, uh, it, it's one of them. Uh, when you say a negative instead of a positive, it's when I say can't instead of can. Yeah, that's another form okay. of it. Mm -hmm. I'll have to check that out. I think this goes in my epiphany book because for me, dyslexia was only word misuse or inability to read words in, a, in an order or to write them. Well, more reading, mm -hmm. right? also flip-flopping directions uh left mm -hmm. and right north and south east and west um and so it's just it's just i see things in the opposite and then i have to do a reverse to fix them so i just say the opposite <laughs> like i'll yell at my kids don't walk i say don't run but it still gets the same point across so they just have to learn to adjust to me <laughs> well for your benefit i'm doing this today i've never done this on the air probably not in life but did it did a toke get your throat and that's the goat backwards dyslexic there you go i like it i like it <laughs> so people are wondering why we're mentioning goats so early in the show or why we're mentioning goats at all and uh we're going to have a cameo guest on dora witt who is with the goats dow and uh, part of starwire.io it's an nft that is out there supporting the entertainment industry so we'll be talking a little bit about goats periodically through the show and uh ken would you like oh, me to do the sponsors now i do but i want to before I do that, can we just mention that goats are the new cod? 
That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so goats as the new cod is a reference to last week. We had this uh, great guest, Marty Kramer on, and uh, he was telling us about Rodney Dane. Got that into cod, and so then we were coming up with uh, different songs with the word cod that we could substitute. Like, what if cod was one of us? So that's what that reference is. So if you guys want to go and watch that on uh, Voice America, uh, hear the replay, or go to uh, Ample well, he also, Radio Show. Mm-hmm. He also said, "Thank cod, we were talking about it." So I mean, exactly. And I came up later with John Denver's "Thank Cod, I'm a Country Boy." M- Marty was so awesome. I can't wait to publish his story is a dose of hope inspirational story and man sidestepping through his collection of vinyl is going to be crazy cray cray yeah absolutely fun uh he is an amazing man so lots of fun there (laughs) (laughs) oh by the way i uh am having the book cover designed you can tune a piano you can have it you can tune a piano but you can't tune a cod right yes and that's the real deal and and i'm doing that with a new guise of improving possibly the nonsense book, not the nonsense book will be affected by it, but it's going to be a better nonsense book in that. Well, you talking about the nonsense book makes me happy because that's one of the very first things I uh, loved about you that attracted me to want to work with you is his nonsense book. uh, If you have not read Ken's nonsense book, then you don't know what you're missing. It just makes you giggle. And for those of you who would like to um, have a conversation with me because you're motivated because I'm all about nonsense, I pity you. (laughs) Because nonsense should not be the magnet, but I guess it is. So this next book, uh, You Can Tune a Piano, but You Can't Tune a Cod, is about how many comedians have a best joke. And what if that best joke was in one book called that? And not that, that would be lovely. T-H-A-T, but t- called that, meaning the title before. <laughs> it works for me. Oh. All right. Would so you you've like had a great week. I well, did no, have, uh, well, I, I had. It's such oh, a toss yes. up. Do I want to hear about your great week or do I want to hear about sponsors a great week i want to hear about your great week all right so uh, well i don't remember my week but i remember yesterday so in the morning my 24 year old daughter devony miller uh beautiful and she uh was baptized in the morning and so that was fun to see her get dunked and then uh afterwards uh we had a big baptism party this girl is a party likes to have parties and invited everyone and it worked out well because one of her dreams always was when someday she would be asked to be married by someone and friends and her boyfriend did propose to her and she did not think he was going to do it so she was completely surprised so it was uh, amazing and went very very well we were very excited well you are cutting out a smidge here and there so just uh go ahead and do the sponsors and if one gets smidged out i'll i'll go ahead and go to men all right All right. Thank you. Our sponsors we want to thank is the Umbrella Syndicate, the Red Carpet Connection, Perfect Publishing, MyMakeupLady.com, MenFashion.com, Voice America, Amplifluence, and we want you to remember to love on the KeepSmilingMovement.com, where we save lives with smiles by creating a dose of hope to be resilient. That almost made it through the very end, but it was Mm. definitely clear. So anyway, um, for those of you who have kind of a wish list or a fix it list or a make a wish list, we would like to take the funding we're getting 
from all the activity we're doing with goats and NFTs and all that good stuff and start applying it to making miracles happen and making the difference that can show up in the back of our books. So we would love to hear from you and just share a wish or something that could make more smiles happen. We'd love to hear. Sounds lovely. Well, it, it doesn't just sound lovely. It was my voice saying I want to make a difference. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> well, I'm making a difference every day. <laughs> and I'm doing some technical things in the back, trying to figure out why uh, we're having some inner, where I'm having interference with something showing up get that worked out in the behind the scenes here and uh, I do want to remind people to go to YouTube to keep the keep smiling channel and song that we have posted there and you can actually just go to www.thekeepsmilingmovement.com and hear Gino Jerusi's song Why Can't We Live as One and uh, if you click on the title you can like it you can share it you can comment on it and you can also make a donation there um, and the monies are going both people who live there and the refugees and so we certainly would well, like I would to like to do I'd like to do a big challenge Okay. For all the people enjoying the show today and for all the people who care about not just Ukraine and goats, but also just the comment I just made about how can we make a wish or a difference happen? And I know that you make a difference every day and there's no doubt about that. The question is, how can we make a bigger difference? So I would like you to post on my personal page, which is open to the public, how we can make a difference for you. And also I want to count how many shares we do for the video of genes, genos, because uh, I want to actually have that show the impact and I want the show to really show up. So we're going to, we're going to do some measurements, some analytics today. Okay. Sounds good. Um, so you might want to write in the chat for me so that I'm more clear on how to help people to, for the call to action and uh, so that we can make that happen and be more okay, efficient share with it. So. my personal page, mm -hmm. Facebook there so you want to okay well i'll, I'll write you in the so they're going to copy they're going to copy paste um the video on my page as well as theirs or they're going to put it on their page and then share it to mine or whatever just something that actually shows um that we are moving the needle as it were mm, awesome but we do have uh 50 people who have liked it and it, that starts to be a, that's a good little bit of love yeah totally <laughs> Okay, so let's bring Dora on because I believe we have a cameo. Yeah, and Dora is absolutely amazing. She has really stepped up to do some really amazing things for the B social community. Um, of just them as our sponsor. It's bees.social and uh, it's a DAO, a bees DAO, and we have a bee NFTs as well. So you can go to socialbees.io or bees.social is the actual website. And Dora is a bee, but she's also a goat. So how about that? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Dr. Andrew. Thank you for uh, inviting me. Stepped up to do so many amazing things. So yeah, please, Ken and Dora, have at it. Yes. Yeah, well, oh, sorry. Go well, ahead. no, I, I want to, I'm going to ask you something that will be what you would have said anyway. You ready? <laughs> 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 yeah, and it, it wasn't like, does a goat have your tongue or something like that? It was, do you have something you'd like to share with the audience that we could support you with? Absolutely. Um, so definitely I want to invite all the artists, all the filmmakers, <gasps> and all the people that create content. 
that want to participate of the Web3 and want to learn about how to come up with their own project and utilize that gifting, that talent that, that they have been um, bringing to the world, whether it's singing, making music, making films, uh, we are uh, supporting those artists. So every night at seven o'clock um, Pacific time, we go on Twitter through whether my account, which is Dora W Crypto, um, and we join there and people from all over the world come and we just have a conversation. We have had people from Cuba, Panama, Canada, US. I mean, this is open to anybody in the world. And, um, you know, the Gold Style, it's a community that is focused on helping the creatives. So if you are an artist and you want to get into NFTs and creating your own project, this is the place to be. That was beautiful. And because you will not be on the show the entire time, would you like to hear some famous songs that have the word goat in them? Yes. Okay. Well, here we go. Um, there's quite a few, actually. I was surprised. Um, you ready for, number one is My Heart Will Goat Arn. That's a pretty big one. Um, <laughs> goat, goat Now. You can goat your own way. That's a good one. Uh, goat to yeah. Hell. Go to hell. Not, <laughs> not a very nice one, but we have to fit it in there. Uh, the goat zone and just goat away. So, I mean, these are just some of the big hits that have had the word goat. You know, there are other ones that go like, uh, have you have you heard uh, Justin Bieber Tell as me. a goat? <laughs> baby, baby, baby. Ah! That's a great one. And, and uh, just never let me goat. That's a good one, too. <laughs> There and go go <laughs> yeah. oh, do you know my favorite one is the show must go tarn. That is really a big one. <laughs> have you guys and, heard the new band though? They have the goat goat dolls that have a new uh, come. Yep, vacation <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and don't let you're the having goat, too much fun. <laughs> don't let the goat down on me. Elton John, that was a biggie. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Moby's album, Goat, was really huge, too. That was a big, big album. Great, great stuff. <laughs> All right, hey, well. Have you seen these goats? Uh, have you seen the goats? <laughs> They're beautiful. I would love he, to see them. The goats are gorgeous. Um, I, uh, I'm i having some technical difficulties here. Dora, are you able to share them on yours so that we can see them or um, or not? Well, I, can, I have uh, them in the background here. I'm not able to show it on my phone. But well, uh, for the can, audience. Um, well, we will. There's going to be a lot of people that we're going to reward for putting their link on my page, and we will DM them the goats. The goats are gorgeous, by the way. Nice. And they're um, also some of the goats are made by um, Paul Archer, who is a famous artist, and uh, those are huge. It's known all over the world, and uh, my hope is that he'll be on on the future here, uh, talking about his uh, participation with the goats. He's also the one that did that painting of Snoop Dogg that I still have in my mm. possession. Uh, we're waiting to uh, be able to release that and auction that off into the world. And so here I'm holding this, you know, painting that I've heard has a value between like 20 years and I've got it all rolled up and can't wait to see what happens with it. Awesome. 
<laughs> Look at this. <laughs> if only goats could do that, right? <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, I must say, I probably will be listening to, um, you know, the guy who had the cranberry he was drinking, he was on the skateboard and he was listening to Fleetwood Mac. You remember that one? Snoop Dogg actually liked him. Yeah, you got to check out that. We got to put that link in of the dude that uh, was late for work and his car broke down and he hopped on a skateboard and he played You Can Go Your Own Way. Remember that? <laughs> we're going we're gonna to definitely get that link together. All right. So, um, so just as a reminder, if you know anybody who is an artist or creative, what they're doing is they're taking on uh, different um, uh, projects and accepting them and helping people finance them so that their movie, their documentary, whatever, can go and uh, uh, do something amazing. And I can show uh, the video or show the page real quick. If you guys can see my screen, you should be able yes. to see uh, some pretty cool looking goats there. <laughs> can you see it, Ken? <laughs> They're very, so good looking. Those are very nice goats. <laughs> hey, goats. Yeah. Goatsdow.com. Goatsdow.com. And uh, uh, check out your goat and then see how you can um, refer anybody who's out there who would love to expand their world in the Web3 entertainment space. So thank you guys for that. And thank you, Dora, for coming on. Anything more, Ken, that we want from Dora before we need to let her go? I think just the segue to Aaron would be go love a goat. I think that's really... Well, thank you guys for having me. You're welcome, Dora. Bye, thank Dora. Thanks so much. Thank you. Uh, Dora is absolutely adorable. She's been instrumental in doing so many things for the bees community and the goats community, stepping up and volunteering and just being absolutely <clears throat> amazing. And I'm going to go ahead and ask Aaron to come on. And then, Ken, was there anything else you wanted to share before I... Um, well, I mean, you have... you've you've kind of instilled in me that we have something going with the theme here. We had cods last week, we have goats and we've never done bees. So we'll do bees next week. And then Aaron, you can make a request for some type of animal you want us to bring into the show with the theme. We'll go horse. I love horses. <laughs> of course. Yay. I love horses. Those Aaron, are the did you know looking goats I've ever seen. They <laughs> are, aren't they? Goat. Have you ever heard so many songs with goat? I mean, it's like the new trend. It's insane. It's like goading crazy, you know? Good yeah. job. I think Goat to Hell was my favorite. I don't know. Yeah. That was pretty funny. I think it was AC. Oh, actually, no, the one you mentioned about him, John is the one that made me, if I would, yeah. would have been doing something with it, take that. that one. I, you That's an emotional a laughter one. Laughter casualty. That, that one made me giggle pretty hard. That one was really good. Fair way to goats. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Love you it. have got to check out Marty's uh, uh talk uh, his show last week it was he was with the stones yul brenner rodney dangerfield the ringo star i mean he's been with everybody and so we had to intertwine cotton there because he was going to talk the entire show because he has that many great stories and so there had to be like codalicious type of songs that i was pulling from those artists somehow and then he was playing so well with it too it's so great oh maybe <laughs> we well. could redo that song codalicious <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> And I love Look the what, fact that you okay. <laughs> oh, that could be a lot of fun. I was going to say, I love the fact that you have an epiphany book and a nonsense book. So it's like <laughs> the epiphany and the nonsense. I love it. Aaron, I am going to send you the books because no one has said how strange that could be that two exist <laughs> by one author. <laughs> I love it. Well, when you have Ken on your television show, 
show, that perfect show, because you can show the dynamics, the depth and stretch from one side of Ken to the other. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Both of you. Absolutely. <laughs> it was a pleasure seeing you, Andrea, at the Secret Knock. That yes. Um, oh, I suppose I should start off by doing her intro by saying that Erin's here today because Secret <laughs> Knock, she won the Tub of Love. Did you? So this wonderful woman that's why she's on your show she won a, a spot here on i Amplify. could say i could say you goat girl yes <laughs> <laughs> i love it so aaron lay is an award-winning speaker business empowerment coach and host of and for over 30 years, she's showed tens of thousands of business leaders how to become victorious by being focused, fearless, and excited. Her specialty is creating and fostering corporate cultures of love and respect, which drive purpose, productivity, and profits. She's got the three P's in there. And Ken has a book on P's, by the way. Aaron's mission is the idea of love in the workplace to encourage team building loyalty and leadership globally and overcoming a terminal cancer diagnosis at the age of 25 she took her personal survival journey to create a step-by-step process for realizing true peace of mind synergy and success and she's also going to be sharing her book with us work love and so thank you for being here Erin and yes we saw her a year after she won the tub of love to see uh to be able to fulfill and and have her here with us finally so exciting such a pleasure to be here welcome welcome so I guess you were through the roof when you got that big pull of you <laughs> yes. were the tub of love winner yes and there was actually a oh, somebody who thought that they won and I'm looking at my dollar and I'm like I guess I read it wrong. You know, I guess I was, I, I made a mistake and the woman was so excited and they were like, it was like one of those um, Jeopardy moments, like, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Well, it, it was also one of those Oscar moments, you know, from three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and the winner of the show is actually right? that's not the winner. Of the show. <laughs> I know. I felt so bad. I well, like, I mean, oh, Jeopardy is God. such a minute thing. Like it's so right, wrong, but it, it was, this was epic. This was what everyone was dreaming to win and it's worth Hundreds of thousands, is that correct? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, you mean the, uh, the tub of love? I thought you meant the Emmy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, hundreds of thousands. Yeah. So it's your, kinda, your, yeah, so it's kind of Oscar. The things that we put in there were crazy. I mean, we put in, so Aaron from us is getting a Dose of Hope chapter put in the what? book. Uh, yeah. We're no. also, <laughs> Ken's like, no, <laughs> forget it. Too much. <laughs> and she also won a a photo shoot from you. And I'm sure so well. Yes. And of course, being on Amplified, she gets some coaching for me for publicity. And so in total, just from us alone, her, uh, what she was able to manifest from just us was like 25K. So there you go. I mean, well, I mean, I, if you add, if you were to downgrade the dose of hope going out to 10 million people or more, from 36,000 to, I guess, 30,000, 20,000, maybe that works. But no, you're, you're probably closer to 50K, actually, with us, believe it it's or not. It's amazing. It's just the generosity in that room is amazing, you know? Well, with me actually adding to your tub of love by saying you the, the no-nonsense no book, 
that's like 1995 on top of that. I mean, that's insane. Wow. <laughs> you know, Ken, Ken let's be it. honest. If you're sending her the nonsense book, by the way, Ken has the worst reviews for that nonsense book uh, that anybody could ever imagine. I mean, like Why? giving him a one was painful because it's it's a it's a nonsense. That's my book, request. And it's just it's just. Um, <laughs> okay. So if they love it, they have to do a so one star review, great. but it has to be that's super creative. It. Yes. Okay, yeah. that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. and it, it, like it is actually one. priceless. It is priceless. Oh, um, I don't know if I have one here. It is so full of nonsense that it, <laughs> it really is full of nonsense. crazy. It is totally crazy. It's like a Seinfeld um, episode. It's like a season of Seinfeld. It, it kind it, of is. You know, Aaron, like a, a review could be something like this. My, after reading this book, I am dumber than I was before I started reading. Like, these are the reviews I got. <laughs> Mind numbing. Exactly. <laughs> I had I had one review that said something like, "I am suing you for the time I lost reading this book." <laughs> I can't get back. I can't get back. Right. <laughs> exactly. So we are going to break in a couple minutes. So let us let us uh, make sure. Well, there's there it is right there. That's it. There it is. Oh, by the way, Aaron, that is actually a picture of me when I was a kid. Yeah. Oh my God. And it, 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 it is worse and unimproved and over under under one million sold. Actually, I believe it was under ten sold. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh my God, that's hysterical. <laughs> Roll down. Oh, I wanted to see the whole face of, of whatever that was. What was well, that character? Oh, sure. You know, it's a it's a culmination of a moose and a hyena and a rooster and a duck. <laughs> And I also think it that looks like it has a nose from uh, the one scary clown book. Yeah, and then there's a serpent snake uh, tongue. Oh and, my god! And then a bat on one side. I mean, it, it is yeah. a yeah. It, it is it is wacky. <laughs> it's heinous. It has a rhinoceros horn. Yeah, I think that I'm trying to remember if the nose is like a clown nose or if it was something from a baboon or something. I think it was a baboon. But he's got gorgeous green eyes. <laughs> yes, he does. There you go. <laughs> You almost want to focus kiss him. on that. I like <laughs> to find the positive. <laughs> well, we're going we're going to go to break, I think, so we can go all into your book, your message. And it's a great message. I want to say this is a really important message right now. Super important. So we're going to go really hard and heavy when we come back. All right. We'll be back in a minute. This is Ken Rashan on Voice America's Influencer Channel. Amplified. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Influencers lead, but on Twitter, they also follow. Check out what the influencers are saying and talk back to us with your great ideas. Follow the Voice America Influencers channel on Twitter at VA Influencers. That's at VA Influencers and join in. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. 
All right, we are back, and we are going to make sure we milk this next segment because Erin has been so patient and fun talking about nonsense and everything else, but the book we brought her in on. So I have a theory, and I want to ask if this theory is sound. The more you dislike work, the more love you have, and the more love you have, the more you dislike work. Is that pretty close to the theory? <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> the whole point <laughs> <laughs> to get you to love showing up, to get you to exactly. love being there. And, you know, this is where people retain their employees. Go ahead. Yes, retention is very important. And, you know, this is very related to our smile movement, because when you love what you're doing at work, you're bringing that love home and the smiles can be actually measured. And the higher the measurement is, actually, the more people are being productive, the more they're retained, the more they're in collaboration, et cetera. So I love the message, love the book, and we're going to go into that. But first, I wanted to ask about who you are in that. Where were you born? What was your childhood like? Did you see anything in your childhood that would cause you to be who you are today? Go for it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So I lived in Brooklyn until I was 16 and then moved to a place called Garden City, Long Island when I was a junior in high school. And my aunt Rita was- Where do you live now? I live in Smithtown, Long Island also, which is not far from Garden City. We got to so busy you. Huh? I'm in Maryland. I got to visit you. That's yes, yes. I've been in my home for 25 years. So um, my Aunt Rita was one of the first women traders on Wall Street. And I was riding around with in limos in Brooklyn as a kid. And the vibe was so amazing. It was awesome. So as a kid, I was like, I got to work on Wall Street. I got to work on Wall Street. And I did. And I got the Series 7, 63, the insurance license, doing power lunches in my early 20s trying to be so much more mature than I really was. I was closing deals with people twice my age because I was more licensed than they were. And then I ended up getting sick at 25. I ended up with what's called non-Hodgkin's lymphoblastic lymphoma. It's a form of cancer in 1991 and very few people lived of that diagnosis. So what that- Can I did, cut in for a second? Uh-huh. When you got that, <clears throat> do you attribute any of it that you were maybe working too hard or that you weren't taking care of yourself was anything absolutely, there? Absolutely. Absolutely. I had this massive disconnect really. And the cancer diagnosis, which at the time, I mean, I was screaming and, you know, I was shocked and it was awful, but it turned out to be a blessing because when I was growing up and working on wall street and everything else, I was so outer world based. I looked to the outer world to tell me how pretty I was, how smart I was, how successful I was going to be. You know, I had no idea outside of my faith, Roman Catholic, I grew up, you know, very strong in my faith. But I had no idea there was a whole inner world. There's a whole lot that we could do for ourselves that other people, we don't have to count on anything for the outer world. And I learned that at 25. And I want people to learn that, you know, like, don't forget it after like age five. You know, I, if you said that word, I was going to say, I have to say this. When I first heard of you, I looked you up and everything. I thought it was going to be like work, love, work, love, forget about it. <laughs> forget about it. <laughs> I'm 100% Irish. I'm not Italian, <laughs> but I'm a New Yorker. <laughs> forget about it. Don't forget about it. Don't forget. Yeah, don't about forget it. about it. That's don't right. Don't forget about it. <laughs> That's funny. So I ended up reading like uh, John Kabat-Zinn's Full Catastrophe Living, Shaki Gawain's Creative Visualization. And I went really deep, really fast because they said if the chemo didn't work as fast as the tumor was growing, I'd be dead in a month. So I went really, really, really deep, really fast. And I learned the most extraordinary things to the point where I kept defying the odds. They were, the doctors would come in crying, saying I was gonna die with a white blood count of zero and infection they couldn't figure out where it was coming from. And I was like, you need to leave because now I know what I could do for myself. 
and I meditated and I visualized and I wrote things down of where I wanted to be when the protocol was over in two and a half years. So that led me to the doctors having their patients call me at home. And I started coaching in the nineties before it was vogue to call it coaching. Well, walk, us, walk us through that, uh, that period where you were, you were shunning and not allowing this negativity to come into you. What were you actually doing to talk about that process? Oh, I learned that you can't be in faith and in worry at the same time. You can't be in gratitude and in any kind of fear at the same time. That was one of the biggest lessons, lessons and one of the biggest things that I love teaching. The power of gratitude and appreciation has an even higher vibe than gratitude. You know, so when I started to feel the fear, I knew because I finally learned, you know, that that it, that I'll attract more to me that will keep me in that fearful state. So I, that's really, you know, that's really phenomenal. I mean, I want the, I want the audience to hear this because this is like, these are probably not, and I'm going to make sure, but I don't think I've put these in as epiphanies that will soon become epiphanies in my epiphany book. And I'm not kidding you, Aaron, this is huge that you cannot do one and the other you choose. Yes. And I love the word choice. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And we have a choice all day, every day of what we're going to do our thoughts all day. Every minute, absolutely. So Andrea uh, said my TV show is, it's called Life on Track and it's about getting into the driver's seat of your own life and you have the power to do that. So many people think that life sucks. You know, my job sucks. Everything is just <clears throat> negative. Somebody else is lucky. You Can know, I answer that? Else. Yeah. I want to add, because this is actually something I've been thinking about and this, you're, this, you know, things happen when they're supposed to happen. Right. If you're ready for them. And I'm telling you, this conversation is perfect right now because of the quote that Henry Ford did, which is that whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Well, you're actually saying that in that, what you just said right now, you're choosing oh, that you are going to be right about the fact you're miserable in the moment because you're going to prove it. Yes. Yes. You're going to live it out. Absolutely. Yep. So everybody has full control. This is what I did when I was 25 with the cancer full control over our mind, over our thoughts. It's the one thing that God gave us full control over. Like we have no control over anything, not our kids, not our blood flow, the weather, like nothing except what we do with our thoughts, which is the most powerful thing that we can have control over because it determines how we live our life. It determines who comes into our life. You know, you know, Dr. Greg Reed's book uh, and with um, Proctor, um, Thoughts or Things. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, I love Bob Proctor, you know, God rest his soul. He's, uh, uh, yes, thoughts become things. What we speak about, we bring about, you know? So if we're going to reinforce the negative thoughts with negative words, and we have the emotion that, that just uh, reinforces it that much more, that's literally going to become the destiny. That's going to become your reality. So I did not want that to be my reality. I didn't want death or, or uh, being debilitated or any kind of, anything negative to be my reality. I was 25 and vibrant. Well, you know and what I, lo I love about your message, Aaron, is that you could adopt this at age seven. You can adopt it at age 70. It, it, it's when you choose to adopt it, you actually get the power to be free and enjoy the journey. So, yeah. And you have to be open to it. It's, it's like the growth mindset as opposed to like the fixed, closed, blocked off mindset. You know, when people are like, well, I'm just not good at that. You know, I'll never be able to do that. Or the excuse blame game. Yes. But if you're telling yourself you can't do something, just add the word yet at the end of that <laughs> sentence. Right. Yeah. Because you can learn how to do anything. Right. 
No, I mean, literally, you can learn how to do anything. And whatever you don't want to learn, you can delegate, you know, to exactly. get done whatever you want, your end goal is. So that's that's how it all started. Well, the other thing that Ed, that's kind of interesting is I can't do this until I choose to. Mm, yes. Again, back to that word choice. I love yeah. that word choice. We're going to yeah. do some epiphany work here, Aaron. We're doing it. <laughs> major epiphany work yeah so um you're you're at around 25 so bring us up to uh the time you were deciding well how you discovered your purpose and how that uh, purpose did impact the world it was then it was during that time and that's where i speak a lot about there's a lot of growth in pain you know there's a lot of growth in adversity and when we're in the valley that's where all the growth happens it doesn't happen when we're you know living our best life we're living our best life based on the lessons learned in the valley so I if just, you choose. Yes, absolutely. No, thank you for reinforcing that. Absolutely. Again, you got to have the growth mindset, open mindset. And uh, so I just I, you know, the doctor started having their patients call me at home because I went on to live and I went on to have three miracle kids that they swore would never happen. So from age 25 to age 30, you know, I planned on adopting, but I never gave up the vision. And hear me, everybody around the world, when I say this. Write down pen to paper of exactly what you want. Crystal clear vision. I'm all about vision and decision. Have a crystal clear vision and then decide the steps along the way. Because once you make firm, committed decisions, not just that you're interested, but firm, committed decisions, and this is what I did, then it negates all self-doubt. You know what I mean? So, Because indecision, like Napoleon Hill says, one of my favorite books, Thinking Grow Rich, indecision leads to self-doubt, self-doubt leads to fear. Mm -hmm. The category of fear is anything negative, self-doubt, remorse, regret, anxiety, depression. It's all under fear. And uh, it you're doing mic drops here, Aaron. I mean, these are like <laughs> a lot of mic drops. It's so good job. Indecision. Thank you. Well, the reason I'm interrupting every once in a while, I want the audience to actually just be with the thought. It's it's mm. it's actually not just to say I agree with you. It's actually these are really big types of ways of living a life you love. It really is. Yeah. And life gets to be fun. Mm hmm. It's, it's fun. Is Andrea trying to say something? I think Andrea is yeah, about to say. I, oh. I wanted to compliment Ken because one of the things that I hear most about people who watch the show is they appreciate when Ken does interrupt the person because often they'll be in a tangent or in a story and not realize that there's more to it they're so used to hearing it they don't give that pregnant pause to let the audience hear it or to expand it further so the interruption is not out of disrespect the it is no it is, it is, is, is. Out of oh, I, I totally appreciate it because this is <laughs> i could just keep going on and on and on so i appreciate it well also yeah. the pre when you said you had three miracle kids i thought that was a pregnant pause time <laughs> there but. you go yeah Yes, it was definitely, definitely a pregnant pause. <laughs> and I loved it, every minute of it. And again, just proof that, you know, when you put your mind to something and you have a crystal clear vision, I mean, I had a vision of children that I wanted that were, that were my own, you know? Uh, and I didn't have any medical intervention whatsoever. So I, I have a, a, an epiphany type question for you. You ready? Yes. Okay. So there's, there's two routes here. Okay. okay. One route is more the Simon Sinek Y route with regard to creating your why before you've created who you are that you love. And I say that's a premature conversation. I am by, I'm being biased. Sorry, I'm leading this. But my point is that you have to actually choose to love yourself and create the who that you are so you can have a powerful purpose. And this is something that I think lands really well in your message. Yes, absolutely. You can't, you can't love life and love other people and, and love anything really until you love yourself fully. 
you know, and how you speak to yourself is huge in, in how you think about yourself. You know, the let's, words- let's cut to three things that you would say that would take someone that does not love themselves is legitimately miserable because they're believing that is the choice that is only there. It's the only right. choice they have. Give like three, not simple, just three really strong actions they could take that would really change their perspective. The first thing I would say is literally write down exactly what you want in life. You know, it's like ordering food to be delivered, DoorDash, Uber Eats, whatever it is. Uh, you're not going to say, say, I want uh, me to start a new vegetable. They'd be like, well, what exactly do you want? And you wouldn't say, I just want a steak, a potato and a vegetable. They'd be like, no, I need to know exactly what you want. So you'd say, I want a ribeye, twice baked potato, sauteed broccoli, hold the salt, you know, just like really crystal clear pen to paper. There's a whole psychology behind pen to paper, pen to paper, write down exactly what you want. So this way, your mind, your subconscious says, oh, okay, this is a little different. You know, I got to kind of get away from what they said, you know, here she said that she wanted beforehand. Now I'm going to start to think about how I can make that a reality. And so writing down your vision is paramount, paramount. And then read it every morning when you wake up. Because it, it becomes your mantra and in the beginning, it becomes your declaration, right? Yes. And at the end of the day, read it so your subconscious can marinate on it. Boom. Yes. So that's the first thing that I would do. And then I and, would and say, not just marinate, but create solutions during the night that have you awakened with you're moving towards ideas. that. Ideas. Because we don't know where ideas come from, the ether, wherever I call it the divine download. We have no idea, but the ideas come. Yep. You know, so people that are in worry, if you just relax, you know, then then it opens up your mind for more ideas to come. You're more <clears> solution oriented. Well, my son is pretty sure they're coming from Minecraft, just so you know, in case. Right, right. <laughs> How old are your kids? They're now, my daughter's turning 19 and my boys are turning 21 and 25. That's awesome. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Hey, so, uh, so why don't you, so I want them to get a shout out because I think you're too often sharing with the world all these great things, but you don't get a chance to tell them how much you love them. So if you want, I say their names, them. say their names and give them a shout out right now. Brendan, Danny, and Maggie. And they know that I love them more than anything else on the planet. Like my kids are always my number one, always, no matter what. And they will That's always awesome. be. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Continue forth with uh, the journey of purpose. Yeah, that's that's where I figured out. It's funny when the doctors in Sloan Kettering started having their patients call me at home in the 90s. You know, I was for free for years. I just coached them through and their family. So I was doing group coaching because <laughs> everybody had an extension in the house. So I was on the phone with family members, but I would help them get through, you know, the, first the diagnosis, the shock of that and then the whole protocol. And after a while, I started letting my kids spill Cheerios on the floor in front of Blue's Clues. And I called the doctors. I'm like, I can't keep doing this. I feel really bad. But, you know, I was on the phone all day with, with patients. And they said, you can't stop. They called me the miracle maker. So not just for myself, but for other patients. And they said, they're not getting sick. They have a new outlook on life, you know, because you know, chemo will make you throw up and stuff mm -hmm. like this. They weren't getting sick and they had a new outlook on life. And, and they said, you should be doing this for a living. And I said, how the hell do you take money from a cancer patient? What's wrong with you? That was my initial reaction. And I'm talking to oncologists. So they said, what do you think we do? And I said, oh my God, I could do this. And then my second reaction was, it's too easy. It's too easy because working on Wall Street was hard. You know, I had to mm -hmm. deal with a lot. This was before Anita Hill and Clarence Thomas. Like there was just a lot going on on Wall Street in the late eighties, early nineties. And it was hard. This was so easy. It was like breathing when I would get on the phone with these people and just do what I did. So the doctor said, it's because it's your God-given gift. 
And then I took that and made it my purpose. Well, it was also the time you put into it. You, you learned so much about the impact because you were actually creating it for yourself as well as them. Yes. Yeah. Was that, this is your first book, correct? This is my fourth book. And then I'm also a contributing author in Eric Swanson's Habitude Warrior. The and by the way, I'm not mad that I don't have the other three books. Please understand that. There's no <laughs> way. I, I, I have to confess something. <laughs> I have to confess I did not read your first three books. It's fine. Two of them are character building children's books. Oh, and really? Yeah. So everything, my whole brand, everything I do is life on track, mm -hmm. personally and professionally. And so I have a life on track for kids. And Wednesday, I'm going to a school district, speaking to sixth graders, you know, doing a couple of different assemblies, you know, speaking engagements with the kids. Well, I um, want to talk to you afterwards because I wish I had done that before. But my son's birthday is next month and he has written six books. And I want to send you a couple of his. Really? How about that? Absolutely. I'd love that. Thank you. It's going to be like a little mini tub of love coming your way and my way. <laughs> well, I love it. Maybe Aaron can come your way and speak at Kenny's school. There wow. you go. Oh, yeah. Or his, or his, you know, one of his other activities. Yeah, it's only a hop skip for you. Together. I mean, you know, uh, I don't know if you know this, but Howard County, where we live, is oh. rated like number two in the in the nation for public schools. For public and schools. she can have her photo shoot done while she's there. <laughs> this is nuts. I love it. She can go see the, uh, the monument. You know what, Aaron? Let yeah. me know when you're coming, and I'll drive you around. I've always wanted to go to the museums there. And I've never had this happen, Doctor Andrea. I'll I'm telling you, this is not available. This is like dominoes, dominoes, and a mic drop at the same time. The mic drop hits the dominoes, and they just all go together. Just the I way love Andrea. She speaks like it's done. It's happening, yep. and you're showing up, and I'm going <laughs> around. <laughs> I would love to. I would love to. That could be well, fun. We could be are fun. excited to have you down yonder here in Maryland. Even if it's for the next school year, you know, because you know, it's getting a little it, late in the school year now. Well, it can be, but I, I will put out the intention that I will make it work if you want to come down here earlier and finish off the school year, because I think it's May 15th, so it's possible. And, uh, you know, this week is uh, off for them. It's spring break. So oh. I'm taking him to different museums every day in, in D.C. Beautiful. And I made a decision, Aaron, that I'm going to take him out of school at least once a month to go do something that he can't do when he's in school. That's what Good I decided. For you. Good and for I'm, you. But I'm going to write it down. I, I declared it. I didn't write it down. So I'm going to write it down after the show. Write it down. There's a whole well, thing that goes on. I just feel like I'm being different. a little disrespectful if I say, hold on, don't say anything. Let me write down all that stuff about what I'm going to do for Kenny. <laughs> no, but I think it's beautiful that you're setting the intention to do that with your son. You well, know, and that's that. a bonding thing that he'll never forget. More important than one plus one equals two. Really, it's the bonding with your with your father. Very well, yeah, important. and it's it's the question of what does love look like and what does work look like that has love and how would it look if you had everything you wanted? Oh, so much better, so much yeah. easier, so much healthier for everybody. Now, I noticed that you have this in red and we have the lady in red. So I, was that kind of intentional? Yeah, there's a gold heart on it, and I am the heart yeah. And now gold. it's now it's gold. If, if you guys inspired me, yeah. Yes, if you get if gold. you guys get the pink one, it is a collector's <laughs> item. I'm yes, not selling is. mine, no matter what you offer. Well, if it's a million, I, I might let it go. But that was um, the initial. Yeah, that was the initial because you know it was love. So love, yeah. red, pink, and then I thought you know I'm going into all these businesses and speak with business owners and, and corporations to bring love into the workplace. My, I feel like my purpose is really like to bring love into the world. Like that's just how I've been living my life forever. Mm -hmm. And to be able to do that specifically for the workplace, that's why I changed it from the pink romance kind of a thing 
to friendship, mm-hmm. you know, to gold and go for the gold. And at work, like I said, you, you can create stickability. Greg Reed, one of Greg Reed's words. And um, you just, the health of, of the people that you're working with, they're happier. So they're healthier. You know, the immune system is boosted. People want to show up to work. So your productivity goes up. You know, when your productivity goes up, your net bottom line goes up. You know, it's just everything, everything falls into place when you can introduce a culture of love, not just kindness. Kindness is great. Not just generosity. Generosity is great. But when you can envelop all of it and establish a culture of love where people feel respected, they feel loved. Oh, my God. They're going to they're going to look forward to going to work. That's where they're spending the majority of their day. You know? I'm going to interrupt to share a moment where I felt is when I hopefully you guys can see my screen so here's my heart um, love happens book that Ken surprised me with a couple years ago on my birthday we were actually on our way to New York uh, for an event and I got this red book with a heart of gold around my face as a surprise from Ken and it was one of the most happiest I've ever had and we were at a restaurant that the ceiling was covered with umbrellas and he is the umbrella syndicate and so it was just a really perfect day and event to be able to receive that gift from him uh, for the things that we do together and Aaron the new the new book that's coming out is um, women empowerment book which is read and we are going to make sure you are included in the release of that next month so it's 365 days of women to celebrate Wow. Thank you. Would you mind thank saying you. your birthday just for, Martin, day on the air? Smart man. <laughs> what, what's your birthday? March 9th. March 9th. Okay. I'm, I'm writing that down, not just to declare it. Okay. okay. But okay. I remember. <laughs> there you go. Write it down. But that's an write easy one. Down. Three nine. I mean, that's three squared. Boom. Yep. Yep. You know, when my son and I were walking this morning, I, uh, he had forgotten his, uh, his squares because he, you know, during a pandemic, we were rehearsing things all the time. So by the time we were done, though, he was able to do 149, 16, 25, 36, 17, you know, all, all the way up to 144. Now he's good to go again. We had to reprime him. I know. I know the <laughs> pandemic, those poor kids and, and you parents. I mean, my kids were just like a junior and senior in high school. Oh, I know. So That's... It, was, it was beyond the having to sit down all day with them and teach them. They were a little more independent. Yeah. You know, it was sad. I would yeah. not wish that one. That no. that one that one was no. difficult because you got the graduations, you have all the confusion. It was prom and everything, you know. Yeah. I mean, the only the only good that came out of it is there were some people that probably were like, "Damn, I'm not gonna get bullied for two years." They, were <laughs> Aww. Aww. <laughs> they, still, they still had the internet, Ken. They didn't have to give that up. <laughs> yeah. And Zoom, you know, people connecting on Zoom. Well, we're getting close to uh, that rapid fire, so I want to take. Right. Uh, I want to give you complete power to talk about what you want to talk about in the book. And then of course, um, some of the bullet points that people are going to get when they come uh, get, go get your book. Okay. First of all, it's one of my, it's my first fictional book for adults. I wrote the will to live years ago that I thought was going to help just cancer patients and it ended up helping anybody going through a shipwreck type situation. But this book is my first fictional one. Uh, I created a company called Taylor Corp, partnered it with Elon Musk, SpaceX about colonizing people on Mars, the best of the best researchers. Contrast being the father character is very science driven, driving over time, driving, like not caring about feelings, like, you know, productivity and, and, and kind of hard on the employees, but the son that helps run the company is more soft skills, more like, you know, we got to take their feelings into consideration. People are going to die up there. People are going to have babies up there. Like we need to. So it really is about the human element, you know, yeah. and illuminating the human element with regard to people at work. 
and taking, you know, the fact that it could be a single mom, it could be a, a gentleman who just lost his wife. It like there's feelings that go on when they're there. So the book is just about let's start illuminating the human factor at work, not just pushing for productivity. And awesome. then it's about teamwork, teamwork, and really respecting each other's uh, roles that they play in the in the business in the corporation. You ready to be a team right now? We're going to do the rapid fire. We're going to go. For okay, it. let's go. Let's do it. All right. Uh, without saying um, the Napoleon Hill book, what book changed your life? <laughs> Jackie Gawain's creative visualization. Awesome, Dr. Andrea. When you were a child, what did you want to grow up and be? Work on Wall Street. I know. I knew that. Um, what movie inspires you? Oh, I'm not a movie goer. <laughs> and um, The Notebook made me cry. It takes a lot that's to a make me cry. That's a great the Notebook movie. did. All right. Dr. Andrea? The Notebook. Um, <clears throat> what is the game you played as a child? Monopoly. That's a perfect one for stock. Jeez. <laughs> and real estate investing. Good job. All right. Um, let's go with who is someone you'd like to meet you haven't met? Elon Musk. Good choice. And final and a, question. A final song? question is. Oh, okay, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, uh, song that, that gets you that you play to get you moving in jazz. You can do anything. With a goat. There you go. <laughs> No, no, I'm not not. That no. was bad. Kenneth. All right, so um, yoga. Uh, I'm okay with goat yoga. But... <laughs> All right, so let's go with uh, the finishing polished question. What is a quote you live by? The one that I made up: "Celebrate life, and you'll have a life worth celebrating." Beautiful, beautiful. All right, well, Aaron, you have been amplified. Uh, I look forward to meeting you, doing the photo shoot, having you meet my son, him being inspired by you, and having this message get out to more people so we can impact and uh, inspire and give hope because hope stands for hold on, pain ends. So we look forward to having your story as part of the Dose of Hope, reaching millions and millions of people. And thank you very much as well. Namaste for everything you embarked today. It was so many epiphanies. I am actually going to re-listen to this and write down some of the stuff that needs to go in the epiphany book. So thank you very much for that. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. This has been so much fun. Thank you. You're welcome. We're going to close out with the, with the sponsors and then we're going to get a nice group shot. I want to thank bees.social um, and uh, the Umbrella Syndicate, Ample Influence, Perfect Publishing, The Red Carpet Connection, MyMakeupLady.com, MenFashion.com, Voice America, KeepSmilingMovement.com. Please love on them. Uh, please go and listen to the song by Gino Gerusi. And with that, keep singing. All right. This is Ken Roshan on Voice America, Influencer Channel. We hope you stay amplified. And if you know somebody who's inspiring the world but des and deserves some amazing publicity, recommend them for a dose of hope. We'd like to share their story. Thank you very much. Have a great week. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashad again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.
Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then 